For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Singer Syndrome, and part two of a two-part episode with Brendan Murphy of Counterparts. That's right. This is part two. If you haven't heard part one, go back and listen to it now. I'll wait. Okay, that's a long time to wait. I won't wait. But go back, listen to that one first. This episode is great. We talk a lot more about Counterparts. The last episode was more about his band, and it's really all good. And don't worry. At the end is the information you're really going to want. Well, I think I got into it all before, so I'll plug the usual things real quick. You can email me, leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. Check out the Silverstein live stream on Sunday and also be sure to check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. The link for that is leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. That's it. Here it is. Here's part two. Totally. Well, yeah, I mean, you've been the constant in Counterparts for the whole time. You've had yeah, really yeah, a very sure. interesting, you know, sort of revolving door of, of yeah, band members. Definitely. And I guess revolving door kind of works because a lot of them are coming back in, you know? Yeah, yeah. And well, and a lot, a lot of them, like, in terms of, like, revolving door, it's like, I think that, I don't know, I think that, that the reason why it, like, I guess it works for us more so than, than others is like, yes, we, like we've had members like kind of come and go and stuff. And especially people like Jesse and Alex and, you know, like, like primary songwriters yeah. coming and going, but they never, like, it's not like they ever, like they really left, you know, like, it's not like they said like, okay, like I'm quitting. So I'm done and no more help for me. Fuck you. Like it's never, like, it's never been on like bad terms, you know? So it's like we're fortunate enough to where it's like, like fucking, you know, like Jesse quit, Alex quit, Alex is back in the band. Like Jesse, Jesse has written for every release, despite the fact that he hasn't been in the fucking band for four years, five years, you know? So yeah. it's like, like, you know, yeah, like it is a revolving door, but I guess like the, like the people that sort of like are responsible for steering the sound and, and, you know, what counterparts is, is like, like, like those people, like me, Jesse, Alex, like, we, like we've kind of like, we've been 
there, you know, even though like they both have quit and subsequently like come back and shit like that, like, you know, yeah, they're not on stage playing with us, but they right. are still invo- heavily involved in writing. And like, well, that was, that's always a funny thing when people, I remember when like Alex left and Jesse left and everyone's like, Oh great. Like, no, like, Oh yeah. Like now what the fuck are they going to sound like? And it's like, dude, he just doesn't, he just doesn't like, like sleeping on floors and, and well, making no thing. money. Like that's, that's, that's the, the reason thing. why like, he left. Like, like when someone he's right beside me recording, the when new somebody record. Said, like, it's going to sound the same. Right. But, right. But that's the thing. Like, people have to understand that that being in a band for 10 years and and only ever having two weeks off maximum uh and riding in a van uh you know for an average of six hours a day isn't for everyone yeah and after a while that might get tiring and but that doesn't mean you guys hate each other or whatever right like but but i do have i do have a fan question here um from brian hinchinski he asks he actually asks you about this he says Ask him about Jesse. They had this weird thing with guitarists where they announced he's back in the band, but he's not on tour with them, but he was in a promo pick. But then the other guy, Adrian, is still in the band. They were super vague about it, and I'm 100% sure it was on purpose. That's the question. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so it definitely wasn't on purpose. What what happened was we did – Adrian did his last tour with us, and so – you know, we were, I think we were in Europe. We came home and Adrian's like, yo, I, I think, I think I'm like, I'm done, but you know, I'm down to finish out the year. Right. You know, he's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. So I'm like, okay, I have to find somebody else again. Like the 10th fucking time I have to do this. I have to play, to find somebody else to play in the band. So I'm like looking around or whatever. And eventually like, I kind of just gave up with looking because I was like, I was like, I just, I just don't want to like, you know, and I know it's, I know it's selfish and I know it sounds fucking stupid, but I'm like, I just don't want to have to like, like meet somebody or, or like, you know, even if I know them, like, I don't know what I'm, what it's like. I have, you know, there's lots of my friends that I know are more than capable of playing our shit, but I know them in terms of like, we've toured together, but we only spend like four hours a day together. Or, you know, I see them, I see them once out of the month when we play their city on tour, but I don't know what it's going to be like literally living with them, like essentially being roommates. But even then, instead of having a fucking room I can escape to, I've got, you know, what, one bench between us, you know? (laughs) So, so, so I kind of just stopped looking and then, and then Alex, like Alex called me and he's like, Hey man, like, I don't know, like, I don't know when this could be a thing or like, I don't know if you're like, I don't know the state of the band or whatever, but Alex had written for you're not you, you know, and like he, he had been around even, even after he had left. And he basically just told me like, Hey, if anything ever happens and you need somebody to play guitar again or like, or bass or whatever, like I'll drop everything and do it. So I'm like, Oh shit. Funny. You should say that because Adrian is like, he's finishing out the shit that he had, that we have this year and then we're done. Yeah. So, you know, so during all of this, we had the studio time booked. We had already been writing. We had like done one like week long, like kind of pre pre pro session with Will and shit with Adrian and everything. And, and so everything was kind of set in stone. So Adrian leaves and we're talking and I'm, we're in the middle of doing nothing left to love. And I'm, and I call like, you know, and Alex had been there for a week to write and do some shit. Then he went home and then he called me after he, he got home and was like, nah, man, like I, I need, I need to be back. Like, I, I love it. I fucking, I need to, I'm, I'm on board full time. Let's go. So I'm like, okay. So we do the record, do the whole thing. But again, like, so, you know, like Adrian and him and I are still good friends. Like, you know, we talk almost every day, if not every other day, yep. but, but, you know, so he was, so he basically just said like, yeah, I don't really think I like it anymore. Like, I don't think it's for me. Like I'm getting older. He's like, he was the oldest one in the band. He was like, he's like, 32 something 31 like whatever you know and and he like understandably he's like yeah well i don't know if i can make a fucking career out of this so i I, like i'm out so he so he leaves and it's like so he's you know in the midst of all of this it's like okay do the record fucking do the video do this thing so we the confusion i think came from the fact that like when we when we like announced everything and we were like yeah like fucking nothing left to love like check out this video and like you know there's these promos and stuff like alex was in them and everybody was like yo where's adrian like what the fuck is happening this is weird 
whatever. And we didn't really say anything because it was like, you know, I didn't really want to like, want to talk about it, but I, I posted a little thing just saying like, Hey, Adrian, like Adrian left and Alex is back in the band and you know, everything's all good. Like we're, you know, essentially who cares? Like we're still, we just, we're still the same. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But, but, but you but then, you know, for sure. For sure. Right. But then I think because, because like, you know, we start like we, the first tour after we did that, after we put out a record was the headliner. So it's like, you know, the day before tour starts, we film that, that nothing left to love and uh, like wings of nightmares uh, or like love me wings of nightmares video on the rooftop, like the live nation building or whatever in Hollywood. Like we do that. So that comes out and kids see Adrian in it because Adrian's still finishing the year because Alex like had a legit job that he right. couldn't just like up and leave. Right. So Alex is at home working, being like, fuck the band. I just rejoined us on tour. And then Adrian <laughs> is with us being like, I don't necessarily want to be in this band, but I want to be a good guy and I don't want to fuck him over. <laughs> so that comes out Adrian, like, you know, around the same time, it's like paradise and plague video. Alex is playing guitar. This fucking stupid, like, like weird, like rooftop fucking thing that we did. Uh, out, like Adrian's playing guitar. Then kids are coming to shows and seeing us. And they're like looking at us on stage being like, Adrian's still playing guitar. Like what the fuck is happening right now? You know? And like that, and, and it generated like a lot of confusion. And I guess like, I don't know, I guess like the the reason why I didn't, I didn't like comment on it or kind of like make, you know, or like make a statement or whatever. And I didn't like, is because I just didn't, I don't know, like for like more or less, like I just didn't fucking care. Like it didn't matter. Like I know it was confusing, but to be fair, like I did say, in the post, the original post, like I did say, like Alex is back. Adrian's finishing out the year. Like yeah, we're good. I, don't sure. don't worry about it. Like just some news. But pe- people, you know, people were so confused by it. Yeah, but people don't always see shit now, too, right? You can yeah, make an oh, announcement, yeah, that's, that's the other like thing, oh, sure. or whatever about the video, and then it's going to get more reach yeah. because it's like some bigger co- piece of content. And then yeah, you, just, yeah, totally, you just quickly totally. post something about, oh, this is just clarification. And then that gets like 10% of the reach and then no one ever sees <laughs> yeah, it and yeah. everyone's confused. Of so course, of course. It's just the, yeah. that's the, the problem that we live in with, with yeah. uh, like, you know, Facebook or, or social media or whatever. So, Oh, for, for sure. But yeah, that like that was it. And it's like obviously it was never my intention to like confuse people and, and like freak people out or whatever. But I just like I didn't I just didn't really feel the need like. I, but I mean, when I say like to tell people and sort of like make a post and shit, it's like, I, I was like doing that on the Twitter. Like people were like tweeting at us being like, so who's playing guitar? Is it Adrian or Alex? And I would respond back saying like, Adrian's finishing up the year because Alex has a legitimate job that he can't just quit. Yeah. And then, you know, starting next year, Alex is in the band and like, you know, people responding to the video being like, is Alex back in? And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, hey, he's back in. And they're like, well, why is Adrian on tour with you then? And I'm just like, oh, so I kind of just got sick of like having to talk about it. Sure. That I was, that I was just like, you know what? Uh, whatever. I, I don't fucking care. You have it, explained this. You've explained this very well. Yeah. That's, that's great. It's, 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 it's like people fucking, you know, people like having being like, wait a minute. Like, so Brandon has blonde hair now and shit and like doing that and like talking. It's like, yo, just fucking, it's going to sound the same when you see it live. It's going to sound the same on record. Like, just yeah. don't worry about it. You know, just, just chill. So it's I got, fine. So I got two more questions for you. Uh, thank you sure. for, for hanging out with me this long. Uh, I'm sure you no don't worries, have too no much else going on, but, uh, oh, literally fuck all, but, but I have two, I have four questions. Good. Um, this is, this, these are all from the same guy. Cause he's a super fan okay. of yours. Brian. Oh, let's go. And, uh, well, I love he that. asked you if, thank you, Brian. Yes. He uh, says, have you ever considered being a content creator or something? Your videos on Insta are hilarious and your tweets are all so fucking genius. Hilarious. Ha ha ha. Um, I don't know. I don't know if genius is, is the right word, but well, sometimes I do like wonder how something. your brain works to, to come up with some of this shit, you know, <laughs> honestly, it's like, you know, that thing that normal people have where it's like, they'll like, they'll think about something and they'll either be like, no, like I need to say this. I need to put this out there. Or they'll go, that's like, why am why am I even thinking that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard? Like, why the fuck would I ever say this out loud? Right. Like, I don't have that. I, I, I think like that's, <laughs> that's just kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know, but, but has anyone but approached you like, at all to write 
like great comedy or do like any sort of stuff like that? Or is that something you no, could be like, interested in doing? I, I would say like that is like, I, I guess maybe not like necessarily like content creator type type stuff. Uh, like I, I don't see myself doing like, you know, having like, like being like a YouTube guy or like do it, like doing that kind of shit. But in terms of like comedy, like, you know, stand up, fucking like writing, like, you know, being like, you know, I think like, I don't know. And I, I don't want, I don't want this to sound like bad. And I, I don't want it to sound like I don't like I'm like I'm over it or whatever. But I think that like logically that is sort of like the next step in, in my life. And no, like, so no one's approached me about it. Like I'm, I'm literally clueless, but I want to do that so bad. Like, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. it's, it's almost, it's almost getting to a point where it's like, you know, when I was in, in high school and then younger and I was like, all I want to do is fucking go on tour with my, like with a band and just like play shows every night and stuff like that. Like now as like a 29 year old, I'm like, all I want to do is make people laugh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, that's like, I'm, I think I'm good enough at it. And if I'm not good enough, I'll fucking learn. Yeah. And so awesome. I'm, I'm in like a weird, it's, it's, it's kind of like what we, what we talked about, you know, when you're like, Oh yeah, like how are you holding up? And I'm like, honestly, being, being home is like kind of sick. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> not, not, not being on tour is like, I miss it. Sure. But like, it's kind of fucking, it's kind of nice. And so, you know, I like, you start, not thinking, that I'm gonna, you start like, thinking about just the other side of, yeah. of life, right? Oh, oh yeah, of, yeah, of course. And it's like, you know, I'm getting to a point where it's like, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm 29. And, uh, I think if like, if I was in a better spot, I guess, or it's like, like not, not to say like, Oh, I wish fucking counterparts was like more popular. And we were like radio friendly and shit. Cause like, we could, like, we could do that at any point. We could just fucking, I could be like, yeah, fuck breakdowns. Like we're just going to, you know, we're going to do like radio rock shit because I want money, but we don't because, you know, we have some sort of like, you know, there's for whatever, I don't know what it is, but there's something holding us back being like, no, like, you know, stay true to what you started. How do would it Blake, right. Don't, how be, would don't feel, be a fucking idiot. How would Blake <laughs> feel if you guys went shoegaze? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it would be all sorts of PTSD for him, but, <laughs> but, 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 you know, so like, but yeah, I mean, I, that is just like, I don't, I don't know if it's because like, I, well, I, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like, you know, I am, I am getting older and I'm sort of realizing like, you know, people that are my age. And I think this is, this is like ultimately one of the, one of the reasons why Adrian was probably like, nah, I'm over it. Uh, you know, people my age are like, I'm starting to see my friends and it's like, you know, they're, or even like peers like in, in our world where it's like, you know, they're like, I've toured with X band and I know X member and, and, and it's like, they, you know, I start to see like, you know, like, I don't know if it's jealousy or something, but it's like, well, fuck man. Like they have a house and like, they don't, you know, they're not driving the car that their mom gave them and they're not fucking, you know, they're not like, uh, fucking trying to make like an extra hundred bucks off of switching American money to Canadian money in their TD apps, just so that way they have like money to go right. get dinner for a couple of days and shit like that. And it's like, you know, and like, I, I definitely don't want to, don't want it to come off. Like I'm saying I'm struggling. Like I am doing, I'm doing fine and I'm okay. I don't necessarily have like expensive taste and I don't have like a lavish lifestyle. I kind of just chill out. So I'm doing fine for what it is, but there's definitely like, you know, that, that sort of thing kind of like, it always kind of like goes through my head where I'm going like, okay, like, is, is there a ceiling with this? Like, is there an right. end date? It, like how, how long can I fucking do this for, or, or, and maybe not even do it. Like how long should I let this go before I start to have, like, before I start to like actually come up with a backup plan? Because, you know, right now, if counterparts was like, if, I don't know, if we all one day like got in a fucking fist fight and we were like, band's done, fuck it. Like, it would be hard, but it, but I would think I would be okay because it's like, yeah, I'm only 29. It's not that big of a deal. But what if this band goes until I'm like 35 or 40 and like, and then what, like, do I, do I go to fucking college at 40 years old? Like, you know, when I go in to apply for a job at 40, like, do I fucking, but they're going to be like, your last job was 
fucking, you know, 30 <laughs> years ago and it was that hot topic in Burlington, you know, like, like it's just, you know, so I'm, I'm always sort of like looking for other avenues and like right. other ways. So it's like, you know, and well, I don't, I don't want to scare anybody. I don't want anybody to think like they're fucking done. Oh, it's I'm over. Sure like, a few it's, people it's freaking de- out. Definitely. Yeah. For, for, um, for sure. And but, it's like, it's definitely, that's definitely not the case. I still do love it. But the two main things that I guess I get enjoyment out of the only two in my life are like playing <laughs> shows and like doing music and making people laugh. So it's like, as I get older, I'm starting to realize like, is there a fucking way that I could take what I've got from music and, you know, like entertainment as a whole and sort of like shift it right. and maybe kind of turn that into like writing for sketch shit or like, you know, doing fucking stand up or doing something or being the funny fucking Twitter video guy. Like, I don't know, you know what right. I mean? So I'm, I'm always thinking about that, but I kind of like, you know, something always pulls me back to like, I'll, you know, to end it on a, on like a note to fucking make sure people don't freak out. Something always kind of pulls me back to be like, well, I can't just fucking leave. You know, I can't just like stop playing in counterparts. I can't just like up and quit and leave like well, a fucking, no. I mean, you guys, you, know. have, you guys have gotten bigger and bigger. And more and more people are finding out about you all the time, and your yeah, records yeah. have gotten better and better, you know. Uh, but this kind of leads <laughs> into my the next other thing. It's almost fr- it's almost frustrating because I'm like, you know, part of me like I just want to fucking gather everyone and be like, figure it out. Like, do you fucking like us or do you hate us? Like, just fucking pick one so I can figure out how, what I'm going to do with my life. But you know, that goes back to what we were talking about before, where it's like the band just gets consistently bigger, and it's like you know. It's easy to sort of like compare yourself to peers and be like, well, you know, they got fucking huge or whatever, but it's like, you know, there's something to be said about that little, like little bit of growth per album, per tour and longevity as well, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like we don't know, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with someone like knocked loose. I mean, obviously they got so big so fast, you know, they were, they were like massive. And then their second record came out and they like went into the stratosphere and, I, I think they're going to be oh, sure. here for a long, long time. But, oh, of course, yeah. But I, I assume that they will be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I truly think that they will. Me too. But, but, but there are bands that do go through this tremendous amount of success early on, and then they, they kind of burn out real quick, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and they but, break yeah, up totally, or whatever. Totally. And with counterparts, you know, and your, your kind of constant, constant ride – you know, you guys have yeah, been yeah. whatever it is, six albums later, you guys are are, For sure. are really consistent. But this does kind of lead into my next question yeah. um, from, again, from Brian. Uh, he asks uh, about touring with bands like Straight From The Path and Varials over and over again. He's gone on the record saying he doesn't listen to booking agents and managers or whatever who tell him they're, they have to tour with this band or this band. Sure, he sure. just wants to tour with his friends. Now, based on what you've just said... Um, and, you know, and, and switching over the U S dollars to Canadian to try to get a little extra exchange to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to pay for dinner. I mean, do you look yeah, back with any regrets that you never did some of those big tours that you maybe could have done if you took less money at the time, you know, like yeah, yeah. tour, you finally did it. And then it was really good for you guys in terms of getting sure, a bigger sure. audience. What's your take there? Yeah, yeah. I like, so I wouldn't say that I, that we only like, you know, that we, you know, we have some sort of like vendetta against like doing bigger tours and shit like that. It's like, it's like, I don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. Like when we did fucking Europe with architects, like it was insane. Like, you know, we go from, we go from being like, yeah, fucking 200 kids, 300 kids in the room. Kind of sick to like, Oh, we played in front of 10,000 people at fucking 7 PM. This is nuts. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it's awesome. And like, we will like, we'll always do, those those tours and stuff like that but again like going back to to what i was saying it's like it's it's just it's just been so fucking long that you know like i don't know we're not really like uh, again not to sound egotistical but it's like we're we literally talked about it in the last in the last podcast that we did years ago where it's like you know we we have this i don't know what you want to call it but it's like we have sort of this like underdog quality about us you know what i mean where it's like we're like we're not small but we're not big and it's like you know we're not fucking you know but but the people that that care like really really care so when it comes 
for like come time, like when it comes time to do like tours and stuff like that, again, going back to what I was saying about like, you know, we've been doing this forever and, and all that shit. It's like, I kind of reached a point where I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah. If like, if we got offers to do bigger tours and it's like, you know, Oh, fucking fucking Slipknot wants to bring you out or something like that. Like, I'm like, you think I'm going to say no to that? Like, that's fucking insane. Of course I would do it. Of course. But I think that like the problem is like, we're such like a weird band and, and because we haven't had our, like, you know, we haven't had that like click where we fucking blew up or anything like that. And it has been such a constant like climb, even if it's like one stair at a time, because of that, like we just kind of get overlooked for bigger tours and shit like that. And, you know, and like, and like bit like support slots on, on bigger tours and stuff, or, or we just straight up get like undervalued and we get offers for like tours and festivals and shit like that. And it's just like, you know, like, like we, like there, there was some shit that we got like offers we got in for like festivals in Europe and stuff like that. And it's like, I know that, like, you know, worldwide, like mainland Europe, like is our smallest market and it is starting to turn around now, finally, like four years from the initial podcast, when we talked about right. it, like it is starting to, to like, you know, we are starting to do well. Like the tour we just did with uh fucking can't swim chamber static dress. Like it was fucking awesome. The mainland shows were like probably better than a lot of the UK shows. So it's yeah. like the gears are kind of turning, but you know, that's kind of the problem is like, people don't really see that they see like, Oh, this band has been around for like fucking 10 years and they're only this big, like type of thing. So we get some of these offers and it's just like, dude, like, what are you talking about? Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, and right. We can't, and, like, we can't I'm, play I'm, for 250 euros, you know? Yeah, straight, straight up. And, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, and, and, and like, I know that we'll always get like, people will always argue that and say things like, but it's about the music and you should love it and, and stuff like that. And it's like, yes, it is. Like, like I, I agree with you 100% and it's, but like there are instances where it's like, Hey, do you want to like, do you want to get on a plane and do a 30 day tour here where you make no fucking money and you know, you're going to have to rough it. It's going to be bad. The drives are going to be so fucking long and you can't afford a bus. So you're driving, you know, you're driving yourself or you're fucking, you know, or you have, you're in a sprinter or something. And it's like, you know, we get these kind of like, we still get these offers and it's just like, at some point, you just kind of have to be like, no, like I can't, I can't do that. It's like, you're, you mean to tell me that you want me to like go on tour for a month and lose my own personal money. It's like that, that like, right. I just don't have to do that. Like I, like I, there's no, you know, it's like, yes, I love playing shows and, and I love music, but it's like, I could, if that's the case, like we could just do a tour anywhere else and just do like a headliner or like, you know, play some shows around Canada or around like, you know, like <laughs> a- anywhere, like there's just, there's so much, yeah. like, that's, you know what I mean? And, sure. and I think that that's, that's something that a lot of people don't, no. people don't understand what, where it's like, yes. Like the reason why we, we play the music that we do is because we love the music that we make and we love metalcore and that, that time frame of when we came into it, like that's why we sound the way we do, because in my opinion, that was like the golden age and stuff. But at a certain point too, it's like, well, you know, it would kind of be irresponsible for me to at 29 years old, go and like, you know, dedicate so much time be, like to being gone for nothing. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, like, at, at, like if it's not going to be fun, like then it needs to be like, it needs to be like a smart move financially or like, if it's not going to be fun, but you know, like, let's say it's like, okay, you're getting paid dog shit no one's going to like you, but or no, or sorry, like no one's going to know who you are, but there's going to be like thousands and thousands of people. And like, you might gain fans from it. It's like, yeah, like right. I would do that. Right. Well, but, that's, that's the main thing. You know. I mean, I think that that's the, the For sure. that's the, maybe the thing that it's like hard to know uh, when to do that. It's hard to know when, okay, of course, okay. Of course. This tour. Yeah. We're going to eat shit financially. <laughs> and like, maybe it's going to be really, really it'll tough. Help in but, the long run. Yeah. Exactly. And I think maybe that's, that's like maybe the question of that, that he's asking, you know, of like, what, you know, what's your take now? Do you have any like kind of regrets about about that and maybe tours you could have taken and, and now you're like, fuck, we, maybe that would have helped with our overall growth. And maybe now we would be further along. 
I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, it's uh, hard to know, right? Yeah. Honestly, I would say like in, ter- in terms of like support offers for us, I guess, like, you know, like, no, I, I don't wish that we did more because we literally did everything. Like when we, when we started the band, like we did fucking every tour that we got offered. Like we, we literally did not say no, like saying no to certain tours and like offers were getting in fest and shit like that. Like, even though we've been a band for so fucking long, like that's still a relatively new thing. Right. So, you know, it's like, I don't think, I don't think we could have done more. Like, you know, yeah, there were definitely some tours that we got that we were just like, like no fucking way. Like this, you know, like people asking us to like buy on the tours in the early years and shit. And we were just like, and we're like, well, this is, this is kind of a slap in the face. So kiss my ass. And like, no, I don't regret not doing those at all. That's But You know, but I think, I think if anything, in terms of support and stuff like that, like I, I think that we are a bit stubborn now. Maybe it's just because we've been around forever and because we're older and, and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, yeah, you know, like if, if a tour is like, if, if I want to have fun, like I want to be around my friends, like, yeah, I think like moving forward, like we probably should branch out just like a little bit more and maybe not tour with straight from the path and burials and, and like, you know, all of our good friends, like all the time. But, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of the reason why that happened on the second private room tour and then the lineup was what it was is because like, you know, we were, again, it goes back to like, we were trying to get bands and we were trying to branch out and, and do some other shit. And everybody either said no, or they, or, you know, or they said like, nah, like we're bigger than you. We're not doing that or, or whatever. Yeah even though we kind of had proof to justify that they should be playing under us. So I think in terms of headliners, like there is probably a lot more that we can do and we, and we probably will do it. But, um, the reason why I was saying that is because like private room in itself, like the whole idea of it is like, we're in fucking karaoke. We're in a karaoke room with your friends. You're going fucking crazy. It's sweaty. Like you're all screaming. It's fun. And it's like, that's, that's why like a private room tour, like, it will just be friends. Like just cause it's a counterparts headliner doesn't mean it's a private room tour. Like private room literally means like, okay, like I don't care if the turnouts are bad and the shows suck or, or whatever, like that, like having that to it, I guess literally means like, yeah, this is just a tour with our friends. So like, yeah, if you're, if you're at home and you're bored, you see the lineup and you're like, I'm bored of this. I don't really want to go because this doesn't really matter. It's like, yeah, okay. You don't, you don't have to. Like, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to at all. It's, it's all good because then we'll do like a proper fucking headliner and it'll be different. <laughs> you know cool. what I mean? Like, no, it's, I think it's good. But, I mean, I think it's good to give people some different shit, you know, like, yeah, totally. but that's I'm, the thing. I'm like, not, I'm not like, like people... a, I'm, I haven't said on record, like from now on, I'm only touring with my friends bands. Like that right. would, that would be fucking shooting myself in the foot for sure. Like that'd be stupid. But, um, you know, but uh, honestly, like, we're just, you know, not to be like, oh, feel sorry for me, like poor me type shit. Cause like, I get it. I still get to fucking play breakdowns for a living, but, um, yeah, just like a lot of the times, like opportunities just don't really show up for us. And it's like, you know, so I guess to remedy that and to like, not let that bother me, I, we just started being like, all right, we're just going to do our own thing then I guess <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. it, it, rather than, than being miserable like we were in the, like in you know in the past like we talked about this where it's like when we were coming up in ontario and everybody like fucked with us and you know no one really like took us fucking seriously and shit like that and we were like we were angry like i was so angry because i was you know like we weren't accepted by like in the hardcore world and then the metalcore like because we were too fucking techie and and, and you know whatever the yeah, and, you, and you're on victory records that's like always something that people yeah. You know, there, there was sure, a lot sure. of boxes that you checked that you had to overcome. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was like, that was just a write-off. I mean, I don't need the, to, I, I didn't bring, like, I didn't bring yeah. any of that up. We talked enough about that the last time and, and it's For so sure. far in the rearview mirror now. Like you guys have, have solidified yourselves mm. as very legitimate and like you guys have become yeah, totally. like a cool band, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and like, it, and it's I, I, think, I think that, for sure. And, and I think that like, yeah, I could have went about it better i think like i definitely didn't need to get as as heated and upset about it but it was just so frustrating at the time because it was like you know 
we had like the hardcore kids didn't like us because we were too metal or metalcore or whatever. But then you had the metalcore kids that that were like, no, this band doesn't have fucking scrims and they're not running and doing the synchronized shit and they don't have a fucking keyboard and all this stuff that was like metalcore at the time. And so I was so mad because I was like, I'm like, well, we fit in sonically more with this crowd, but like, I de- like you know, in terms of what we believe and why we're doing this, we fit in more with the hardcore crowd, but we just weren't really like accepted by either. Yeah. And so, like you know, that, that's that's something I, I talk about a lot with people. You know, totally. like I talk but, to people, and they're you know, they're like, "Oh, you were like a prick," and it's like, yeah, I, like I was because I was just so upset that because I thought that we were just trying to be like a good. Like we were just trying to be like a good band that that was transparent and wasn't bullshit. No. And we were just kind of like met with either way, everywhere we looked, it was a middle finger. And I, like, I just, I was young and I was fucking angry. I was just sort of getting the grasp on my own mental health. And I was just like, I was a prick. I was a fucking miserable man. Well, but you know, finally, I will say though, go, finish, finish <laughs> it all kind of worked sorry. out. It just kind of, it took forever. But yeah. I think also people kind of realize like, Oh, he's kidding. Oh, he's joking around. Right. I get it. They get it he doesn't now. actually yeah. mean it. But yeah, back in the day, people were like, how how could someone be this conceited? And I'm like, bro, I'm, it's a fucking goof, man. But it's the bands, but the the bands that go against the grain a little bit, the bands that you can't just put into the you know, the square peg into the square hole or whatever it is, you know, yeah, like the sure, pigeonhole, sure. the typical band, those bands, like it's better to be in the long run. I feel like it's better to be the odd man out a little bit, you know, sure, like sure. even with my yeah. band, we, we never fit in with anything perfectly. We, yeah, tour, we, yeah, toured totally. with, we toured with rise against. We never, we don't sound like rise against. You know, we, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we toured with Billy talent. We don't sound like Billy talent, like yeah, those, but, sure. but we had to do something. And you know, and all course. the tours where we were the, the softest band on a metal tour or the heaviest band on a more like pop punk tour, we yeah. st- we stood out and a lot of people hate, a lot of people hated it, but at the same time, uh, you know, a lot of people were refreshed when we came on and they didn't hear for there sure. weren't four for of sure. four of us on the same yeah you know totally. bill. So I, I do think that there's there's something to be said for that man. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, we might have to make this a two-parter. This is a, a long as hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I know, I know you're. Sorry. I know you're I a talker. So that's why I prepared my two coffees. But um, anything else that. to tell the people minute. before uh, I let you go? Um, obviously, check out the new end record. Yeah, it's out yeah, now. Fucking, and yeah. and what else? New new end record. I hope you like it. Um, you know, if it's a little bit out of your, I don't know, comfort zone or whatever, maybe you're more familiar you know, maybe you're listening to this because you like counterparts and you don't really, you're not into that. Like, you know, really like the heavier side of, of metal shit. Like, you know, I feel like there's something for everybody. So, so give it a chance. I dig it. Um, you know, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, to re to reiterate what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like there's fucking, I don't know. Just, uh, it's hard to like, I don't know. It's just so fucking sad. And I think, and if you're, if you're involved in this fucking in the scene or any scene or whatever, or something like that, or even if you're just like a good person and if you actually consider yourself like to have empathy, like, you know, at this, at this time, like fucking, I don't know when this is going to come out. So maybe there'll be a fucking civil war by then, but who knows? But, you know, um, you know, just fucking, I don't know. Black lives matter. I guess, you know, stand yeah. up, stand up to the fucking, stand up to everything that, you know, stand up to the oppressors and shit. Well, don't be fucking scared. That. Thank you for don't saying be, that. Don't be like, don't be like me. Don't be worried that, oh, fuck, if I'm not funny, what am I? Sometimes you just, you know, fucking fight the good fight, you know? I love it. I love it, man. All right, well, I'm going to play a tune for the people oh, yeah. from your record, from uh, Splinters from an Ever-Changing Face. Which song <laughs> should I should I bust out? Uh, my favorite, my absolute favorite song on the record is Fear For Me Now. Um, Let's do it. Just so sick. Just fucking rocks. I think, anyway. It's a rocker. Here Be it safe, is. Everyone. And Take care. with Fear For Me Now on Lead Singer Syndrome. <laughs> thank you, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Thank you.
Yo, man. Yo, what's up? So I had to I had to call you back because there was a really important thing we didn't address on the podcast. Okay. What's up with the egg thing? The egg thing? You were you were gonna tell me that you've never had an egg in your whole life and you were gonna explain this whole thing. Oh, okay. And then um, all of a sudden we get to the end of the podcast after we talked for like an hour and a half or longer and I still yeah. don't know. I need to get to the bottom of this egg thing. <laughs> okay, sure. Um I mean there's not really like there's not really much to it. It's just like, I think, okay. So there's this like story that my parents have that when I was a kid, um, I guess like, I don't know, I guess like I just, I wouldn't eat eggs. Like whenever they would make eggs and stuff, I'd be like, you know, I'd be a little kid and be like, that's gross. Like, I don't want that or yeah, whatever. Eggs are kind of gross. And then, like they're really, when you think about what they are, they're really, really gross. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're definitely a little weird. Um, but it was mostly just like the smell and then like, I don't know, my, oops, dropped a broom. My mom, uh, Sorry to interrupt you, dude. no worries. My mom, uh, my mom would like say, you know, she's like told me stories about like being like, Oh, like it smells like farts or whatever. And then like all the adults <laughs> would laugh at me because I was like a kid. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess like I found out like once I like got, <clears throat> I guess I like got to the age where I was like, Oh, like eggs are like, they're young chickens. Like they're, they're the rapper young chicken. And, uh, and like, I saw like a, I don't know, I guess like I learned about it in school or something. And I was like, like eggs come from a chicken's ass. Like, that's why I don't like them because they come from a chicken's <laughs> ass. And like, my mom always tells that story of like me telling people that like, it's from a chicken's ass. Like, why don't you, why don't I eat eggs? Like, because it's from a chicken's ass. It's gross. And so I just like, I lived most of my life without eating them. Well, I've lived all my life without eating them, but it's like, so I guess as I got older, uh, it became like a thing. Like it was like, you know, as like with every year that passed, it would be like, Oh, like Brendan, you're going to try an egg this year. And I'd be like, no, no, like never. And it was just always this thing. And then, and then it got to a point where it was like, you know, I'm like an adult and it's just like, it's more funny than anything. Like I'm sure that maybe now if I tried them, I would like them, but I don't want to just because it's funny. Like I, I can't, I, I can't imagine them being like that good where I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I, I've been missing out on this for 29 years. Like it's probably, you know, I'd probably try it and be like, this is fine. you like, this is okay. But well, I don't, I don't want to know. I, I just, I don't want to know because it's like, it's so funny. Like, like being able to say that, like, you know, like I was straight edge, I broke edge, like all that shit. Right. Like every other thing I've tried in my life, I've failed. So it's like, I can't like, you know, <laughs> I don't have that, like, left. <laughs> I don't have that one thing that like I said I would never do. And then I actually never do it. And it's the fucking egg thing. So I'm like, yeah, I'm never having an egg. What? Unless uh, someone like, if someone was like, yo, a thousand bucks to eat an egg right now, I'd be like, yep, yeah, make it. Done, okay. For All right. sure. You heard but. it here first. A thousand bucks. He'll eat an egg. Uh, but yeah, you're not, you're up. not vegan or vegetarian or anything. Like you, you don't have any dietary no. restrictions. You eat no, everything. like li- literally none. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just my dietary restrictions are eggs and <laughs> I don't fuck with olives. They oh, suck. I love olives. Oh, man. <clears throat> Can't do it. Um, and then uh, trying to think of what else. Oh, mustard kind of pisses me off. <laughs> but, but you know, like not like, I don't know. It's not like I'm going to have a freak out, but like eggs are the one thing where I'm like, you know, like if I go to a restaurant, I'll be like, uh, you know, like. Thai food or something like pad thai. I'm always like, yo, no eggs right, no in this. Or, and then like or, if like, they, or like on ramen when they put the egg on the ramen. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Usually like when I go out, I just, I tell whoever I'm like, will you put my egg in his bowl? I don't want it. And they're like, okay. What about, sure. but if there's eggs in something, like if there's eggs in like cookies or cake or whatever, oh, that's, yeah, that's sure. fine. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, the totally actual fine. egg on its own. Yes. That yeah. Gets, pretty much. That's like, weird. Yeah. That's where, that's where I get like the fart smell and I don't really like it, but, but, uh, yeah, I don't like even, even in terms of like, um, you know, like I've, I've had like cocktails where they, oh, yeah. they like whip it with like egg whites and stuff like yep. that or whatever. And it's like, sure. You know, like, oh, yeah, okay. whatever. Okay. F- okay. F- fine by me. But yeah, as soon as you, as soon as you like put it into a pan and start like frying it and like scramble it or whatever, I'm just like, nope, not in your life. Wow, and that's, and that's pretty much it. And like I, like I said, I'm I'm aware of how stupid it is, but at this point, it's like 
it's it's like a sick 29 year long joke that until I think of something funnier, I'm not going to give it up. <laughs> okay. Well, I had to ask you because I realized we went through I was no finishing I the podcast, and I'm like, I have to get to the bottom of this. Everyone's going to ask, but please, if you ever yeah. do, whether it's someone going to give you a thousand dollars or whatever happens, whatever scenario, you get really drunk. You know, um, the only thing left on Uber Eats is some egg place, and you have to eat yeah, eggs. Yeah, exactly. Like, Make sure you film eggs. a video of it because of I course. have to see a reaction of, of what it's like for, sure. for the first time in your life having an egg. Yeah, and watch, like, watch. Years. I'll do it, and I'll be like, "Fuck, like that's pretty good." Yeah, but <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, I'm sure that's how it would go down, but it's just like, uh, like, imagine not doing something for 29 years and then. Just being like, okay, I'll try it. It's like, no, dude, this is hilarious. Like, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, that's the only reason. Even, like, I've had people, to, like, you know, like uh, our old guitar player, Adrian, like, we, you know, we fuck with ramen a lot. And so it'd be like, we go to Ichiran or Pudo or, like, you know, good ramen spots. And he's yeah. like, man, the egg literally makes it. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, cool. I, hey, I hope you like having two because I'm not eating mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe I'll get there one day. Who knows? Maybe. Well, dude, thank you. Uh, thanks for the follow-up call. <clears throat> no and, problem. Uh, no worries. Thanks for I'm that. I'm straight up just vacuuming man. my floor a bit. But this, was a, this was a welcomed uh, Good. Yeah, welcome no, sorry to just, sure. just barging on your life for a second. but uh, Oh, no worries. I had I had to know. I'm done. Hey, I was doing it while I was talking, so it's all good. All right. Hey, uh, while I have you, I'm going to play yep. a, a counterpart song right now for the people. Uh, do you have a oh, favorite, yeah. maybe a deep cut or something that maybe fell through the cracks a little bit? Um. There's one song that I think it's I like I love it and I think that I don't see a lot of people talking about it but it's also like yeah I guess it's it's you know it's like deeper on the new record but it's a song cherished I think that that song is that song is really cool and it was actually the first song like instrumentally that was written for the record that was like I remember Jesse coming over to my house to like play poker or something and he's like hey so I I've written like five songs and we're all like what the hell like we didn't think that you liked this, but okay. And then he like shows us the instrumental to that. I'm pretty sure it was called Philip or something. And that was, that was like the sort of the first, the first song for the record. And that kind of set the tone for the rest of it. It's a little different. Like, I guess it's, it's more on the linear side. It's not very like catchy, but I love that song. I think it fucking rocks. Cool. And the cool. court and the chorus is fun. Well, I'm, I'm into it. I just see the lyrics. I am the dagger and, if anyone knows yeah. Silverstein, I am the yeah, dagger. There you go. My friends yep, call sure. literally call me Dagger Guy. So uh, I, I'm I'm gonna love this. There you one. go. You're sold. It right, was meant man. to be. Well, hey, I'll let you get back to the vacuuming, but uh, but thanks again. Of course. All right, no dude, worries. here Take it is care. on Lead Singer Syndrome. <laughs> 